Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to Wednesday night. It is the 14th of April, 2021, and it's the only day of its kind, so let's enjoy it. We are here live at Astounding Love, a global church fellowship, and if we look like we broke out into a sweat, it's because, honey, there was some manual labor to be done when you're trying to get your television screen to work, and you're trying to get this thing to work, and that thing to work, and it's not working. But we got it, and we praise God for that. Uh, we're going to keep moving forward. We thank you so much. If you're in the San Jose area and you're right around the corner from 1914 Trade Zone Boulevard, then come on through 1914B Trade Zone Boulevard. Otherwise, uh, we enjoy you spending the time. Feel free to interact in terms of your comments because we have a lot of moderators that are right there that will uh, communicate with you and to try to keep you up to date. What we're going to do tonight in Kingdom Conversations, in case I didn't mention what the program is called, it is called Kingdom Conversations, Supernatural and Prophetic Encounters with the Word of God. And my name is Pastor Lindsay Lee of Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship. And I've already gone through the address and all that, so we won't repeat it. What we will do is open up in praise and prayer. We'll embark on a few conversations and see where the Spirit of the Lord wants to go tonight. Uh, we're inclining our ear to hear, Father, and we're praising you, Lord Jesus, for your blood, which makes it possible for us to hear clearly. And we're giving praise to you, Holy Spirit, for you are truly exemplifying the greatness of our God. And so we tune our ears or ask you to do what needs to be done so that we are clearly tuned in to what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us, the ecclesia, the called out church, the citizens of the kingdom of God. We know that there is a distinction and it's not to just be difficult with people, but you have called relationship with you, citizenship in your kingdom. You never called it religion. And so we choose to change our vocabulary to bring ourselves in alignment with you and to hear the things that you have to say to us. And I thank you tonight. There are so many things that are going on in the lives of people around us. There are acts of violence. There are deaths. There are births. There are marriages. There are divorces. There are ups. There are downs. There are highs. There are lows. But you know what I've learned, and I'm still learning, is regardless of our emotional state or relational state, what is very, very true is that your word is constant, that you are alive, that the things around you, there's a hum, there's an activity, and that no matter what we're facing, the things that we see are temporal and subject to change. Your word is eternal. It is really what you say, regardless of what others are saying. We can shout it. We can scream it. We can do all kinds of things in contrary, in disagreement with you. But ultimately, your word stands. And this is what we actually bank our eternal hope on is that your word upholds us the power of your word alone upholds us upholds this very earth and we give praise to the invisible god who is very visible all around us you can be seen the works of your hand the words of your mouth the desires and passions of your heart are felt are released are received and then because we are seated in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus, they are released into the earth for the ultimate power package. We praise you tonight. I submit to you. I listen to you. 
I look forward to saying what it is that you give me to say, which I have no idea what that is yet. <sighs> but I sure do like you. I like being a part of your family. Yes, I definitely love you, but I like you. I really do. And I'm glad that you like me back. <laughs> oh, Father, teach us your ways. At least let our eyes be open to see the ways of God. And not to argue with you so much and be so difficult and waste so much of this precious time in this precious life that you have given us. I pray for those that are afflicted. I pray for those that are hurting. I pray for those that are going through. They always say we're going through something. That they actually get through it and not stay in it, okay? And, <laughs> and that um, we can get the naughtiness out of our heart and our attitudes and that we'll be... Uh, we'll conform to your image and stop trying to make you uh, become what we want you to be. Thank you for tonight. And thank you for my apostle and the, the prophets in the land, all of the apostles that I've been graced to meet, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, the seers, the intercessors, the workers of administration, and on and on. Everybody's labeled or named in the Bible. We just sometimes have to discover where we fit. But you are actually on top of that too. So I thank you that tonight is the opening of ears and a settling in hearts and a determination of many that there, even though there are those that will fall away, there are those that are gonna come in because they're gonna hear, they hear truth and nothing else. They are going to hear the truth and nothing else in Jesus' name, amen. amen. I was thinking about some of the words that I used, words such as being naughty. Because um, when I was a little girl, and when my daughter was a little girl, and when I talked to little girls or boys and children today, or I talked to adults, I still talk about don't be so naughty. Because it's a very polite way of saying stop being so scandalous and skanky, you know, or hurtful and mean, or all the different things that our emotions cause us to be. I've been listening to people who are chattering as they listen to our apostle, Dr. Baker, teach on temperament. And I have to remind people sometimes that when she first introduces a temperament, she's teaching on the weaknesses because people tend to embrace those weaknesses like that's, that's the whole explanation. Well, you know, I get tired a lot and I get this. It's like, you know, you, you don't, don't live there. Wait till she tells you what your strengths are and find out how you're supposed to maximize your strength in those areas of weakness instead of just harping on, well, see, this is why I'm so difficult, or this is why I'm this, or this is why I'm this, or that or the other. It's like, no, you're, remember that you're operating in those cases in the low end of the spectrum, the low end of the, of the temperament, and you're wanting to be elevated to the places where God is moving on your behalf because that's where your great power is. And I'm not gonna talk about it tonight but I am going to, I want to, I want to share some things with us in, in the upcoming weeks. And it, it, it does pertain to, um, uh, what do you call it? Well, areas that are typically known as quantum physics. It's, it's theories or understandings that men have started to come into where the, the, the science of the Bible is helping men to understand the science that we, we deal with in, in the earth. And that 
Uh, one of the things that, that is very interesting is about how frequencies work, how they can, how one sound or, or, or one level can, can change something. And, and when you get the right sound, you can disintegrate things that seem like they've been held for a long time. Scripture, scripturally, and, and like I said, I'm not really prepared to talk about this today, I don't think, but I might, you never know. Um, musical frequencies or, or things of that sort, there are things that have to do with sound. Sound has a destructive power just as much as it has a, um, just as much as it has a creative power or healing power. And anybody that is into comics, especially superhero type of comics, is well aware of some of the, um, what do you call it, some of the, some of the characters that operate in sound. You know, I, and I'm not, I, I on purpose don't name them all because I, I don't want to get into the marvelous world of, of, of things like that, okay, or the other, you know, uh, area of it. But I do want us to just to, to get to, to get an understanding that uh, a scripture that you can look at, um, well, you, you can look at the Word of God in Mark chapter 11. And it's a really good example in, uh, in where Jesus is saying, and believe me, folks, I have no notes on this, but here we go. You know, we like to have these conversations. You know that frequency is talking about the vibration of everything. Mark 11, when Jesus says, whosoever shall say to this mountain, be removed. And uh, we, we're looking at a real mountain, or you're looking at this, or you're looking at that. But everything Jesus said, uh, there is a spirit application to it. Because he's speaking the words that come from the kingdom of God. Therefore, he is relating spirit to spirit. Which takes us to uh, the first slide, actually. Well, not the first slide. I'll give the commercial later. But, um, but it takes us to kind of what we are talking about a little bit tonight, which is, uh, what is that called, Crystal? Do, 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 conversations about the spirit to spirit life. So this is what this conversation is about, the spirit to spirit life. Now, Jesus is saying in Mark 11, I just marvel at the way he just throws you out there. And you take it by faith because, you know, it's like, do you know what you're talking about? Yeah, by faith, I do. Okay. <laughs> and I've not seen this. I'm learning this as I'm telling you. Um, I don't even have to stall for time because he's the one that's giving it. But I, I'm hearing something that I think is just amazing. And I'm sure it's been taught before, but it's my first time. Okay. So in Mark 11, when Jesus has spoken to them with regard to the fig tree. And he says to them that you can speak that whoever, uh, verse 22, he says, have faith in God, which we know in some translations says, have the faith of God. Again, for those of you, what scripture? Mark chapter 11, and we're looking at verse 22. And he says, have faith in God or have God's faith. I like to say it, some say have the God kind of faith, but I actually think it's open yourself up for the faith of God to flow through you. Take on God's faith and operate in the things that, that, that sound impossible to you. Operate in the impossibilities from the realm of the possible. Can you see what I mean? It's like if uh, when... Uh, when, when you're a child, you see a little kid dancing with a parent, and you're talking about a toddler that probably weighs about 20 pounds or thereabouts. Have you ever noticed they put the, the child's feet on top of the parent's feet, and you're holding their hands, 
and you dance with them. Now, the kid's not dancing, but the kid is dancing. The child is not dancing, but the child is dancing because they're, dan they're on top of your feet. They're standing on your feet, and you're doing the movement. And they are the one that's laughing and having that great time because they're being danced about. They're dancing on your feet or dancing on your faith. Okay, on your feet, you're doing the movement, but they are moving with you. They're swaying to the music. They're catching the rhythm. They're doing all of those things, but they're on your feet. Well, have operate in God's faith, I would think, would be similar to you being that child, we being those children that are standing with our daddy, our heavenly father, and he, we have our hands in his or the Holy Spirit of Jesus. You know, it's the spirit of God. You have your hands in his He's covering because they close their hand over ours, right? And we are moving as he moves. And so as his faith moves, our faith moves. We operate in his faith because we are in him. Are you catching that? It's an, it's an idea. Let it, let it kind of develop a little bit for you and... Use whatever analogy, but that's what I'm looking at when I see Jesus say, I have faith in God or operate with God's faith. Dance with God. Move with him. Let his faith lead this idea, concept, because what I'm about to tell you, your natural mind will say, I can't do that. That doesn't make any sense. But God's mind says, of course it makes sense. That's the difference between operating from a place of faith and operating from a place of natural understanding, okay? Um, the other part of that, what was that? We talked about, and we'll, we'll make a slide for it at some point soon, supernatural thinking. We have to see the natural world from the supernatural point of view, okay? See, the natural world, I'm going to write that down myself, okay? <laughs> Brand new set of purple pens because they seem to be disappearing. Okay, I know who these pens belong to, yeah. astounding love. <laughs> Sometimes being here is like being in a house with your brothers and sisters. This is my chocolate milk, and they say, we don't care. Thanks for bringing it. Okay, so you want to see the natural um, realm, you want to look at it through supernatural eyes, okay? That's one way of putting it. I'm going to say it several ways. So I'm going to see the natural realm through supernatural eyes. I am going to think, okay, I'm going to think about natural things, like speaking to a mountain, okay? from the supernatural point of view, okay? Supernaturally, things can happen. You, you would say that, right? Oh, yeah, it could happen from the supernatural, but we live in the natural <laughs> realm, so things are not. But if you actually, this is being seated in the heavenlies, in Christ Jesus, I believe it's Ephesians 2. I see from the realm of the possible. I Okay, that's another way to put it. Look at impossibilities. Okay, look at impossibilities. 
And when we say impossibilities, we're talking about, as Jesus put it, things that are impossible with man. But he says, but the things that are impossible with man are what? Possible with God. Possible with God. Oh, children. <laughs> That's just so beautiful. Yeah, you. I've won a week. We're it's so beautiful. I think you're so good today. Okay. Yes, you did. You participated. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you want to look at impossibilities from the realm and the mindset. When I say realm, I'm also talking the thinking, the mindset of possibilities. Okay? The mind, the set mind, the mind that is set on anything I say can be done. Who can say that? God says that. So anything of God's that we say can be done. Why? Because it is done. I don't want to get too far out of there. Okay. From, okay. So of, of the possible. So remember I, I wrote a song years, a couple of years back, which I am finally going to get around to publishing. But one of the things it talks about is everything is possible for those who will believe. Um, water turns into wine. All these different things happen because he, with God, everything is possible. I'm not going to sing it right now, um, but I will. But do you see what I'm saying? With God, everything is possible. Jesus said here, again, Mark 11. We're still looking at Mark 11. He says, for truly I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed. So the mountain, there's a spiritual element to the mountain. Now, I'm still talking frequencies. I'm still actually talking about vibrations because we have said, and, and let me ask again, y'all know this now, the word of God is the what frequency? Highest. Highest frequency. That woman over there, she got it. She's smart. She's not just pretty. She's smart. Okay. <laughs> the highest frequency. Come on, girl. <laughs> and she won't swim in a water where she sees alligator eyes either. <laughs> that was creepy. Right? If, you don't, if you follow... Yeah. I would Yeah, I get it. If you follow me on Facebook, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, maybe you should. All right. Um, okay. So, highest frequency is the word of God or everything pertaining to heaven. Everything that comes from heaven, everything that is developed through heaven, highest frequency possible. Brightest colors, purest sound, clearest understand you all of it is heaven it's nothing is muddy everything is found greatest strength greatest health greatest home there's no sickness there so there's no low frequency it it absolutely resonates with joy there's no sadness you see what i'm saying everything highest frequency even though we say well so and so left the planet and, uh, you know, they moved off the planet and they moved to, they moved to heaven right now. Uh, so I guess there's no sickness there. It's like, of course there's no sickness there. There's also no death. They're not dead. They're dead here. Only meaning that the life and the breath have departed from the physical house, but the individual is still around. Got that? Yeah. Which is why... You can freeze dry all the bodies you want to, but you can't call the spirit back because you have to have the authority to do it. And if you ever call for one and you think, oh, they're back alive, no, that's a demon. Seriously, let's just get that straight now. Don't, don't play with that mess, all right? So highest frequency. Now, so Jesus is saying, 
God's faith is the highest frequency. If you want to move a mountain, don't start from the bottom. Start from the top. Go above it to get it moved, not underneath it. <laughs> Mike. Frederick, tonight it's regular coffee. Can you give an example of what that would look like? Operating from the highest? Yeah, mm -hmm. to move the mountain from the top. Yes, I can. I'm going to use music. <laughs> I'm going to use music. In music, when uh, uh, you have to hit a high voice, a, a high sound, a high note. If you're reading music and you'll see the way the melody runs and you'll see this, uh, let's say it's a high C and you have to hit it, you cannot hit the high note, if you will, by moving upward. You, you don't climb a mountain in music. You start from the top and you do a, you, you, you do a down, uh, um, for instance, we used to do something, I learned this in vocal courses years ago, it's called a yawn sigh. Uh, Y'all remember that. So may, basically, with the yawn sigh, you would to, to hit a note. Just try yawning. You go, ah, right? Yeah. Do you notice that when you yawn, you start from a high point? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do it again. Just uh, do an audible sound, a, a, a yawn. Uh huh. Now I want you to imagine that you're going from a high note to a low note, and you're going to go down a mountain, um, starting from. You go down a mountain from the high, from the top of the mountain. You don't go down a mountain from the bottom of the mountain, right? So if you were going to do it from a young girl, ah, right? Now come on down. There, very good. See, ah, right? <laughs> okay, so we're doing vocal sounds right now. All right. Well, you started with the high frequency to move. The music moved, but you started high and moved it into another mood another place, but you started from a high place. When people are trying to hit a note, uh, finishing a, a solo or something, and they hit on that high note, they've got to start high. You've got to, my brother used to say it this way, think high. Think high. You can't think, I'm going to try to hit this note. I'm, I'm starting here, and I've got to work my way up. You've got to think high. You have to think above it before you start it. Am I making sense? Okay. So that's one of those. But here, when he says, um, think on God the way God thinks it. Okay, so I'm going to say to a mountain, move and be cast into the sea. This is what he says. And I don't doubt in my heart. Okay, doubt, doubt why? Because doubt in my heart is low frequency. It's like a, it's a pull. It's gonna, trying to pull it down. It's trying to pull it down. Okay, it's operating from a low. He says, believes that what you say will come to pass just took you higher. Now, it didn't take you to the highest because we don't know yet what you believe. If you believe in a low area, you're going to, you're going to get a low thing. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Somebody says, um, you know what? I need you to close that window because I'm going to get sick. That's low. It's very low. And it's, but it's a low expectation that you've just created an invitation for all of these things, all these factors, all of these particles, if you will, to start coming toward and form what you just spoke. But when you say, close the window, period, you didn't create 
any expectation other than your words being obeyed. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Make it short. You didn't add anything. Okay? People told me, well, I need the money because I got to do this, that, or the other. I, I want the money. I want my, I, I, this, this is what will happen. Don't, when you tag on all these long-winded, ridiculous, unnecessary type of explanations, well, I don't want to talk to you because you said this and this, that, and the other. It's like you just created a mess. I don't want to talk to you right now. Well, why? That's your thing. That's not mine. I've already stated what I have to say. It can be interpreted as negative. Or it can be interpreted as simply taking it for what it is. But most people create an expectation that you have to explain things to me so that I understand before I will engage. That's not true. Oh, that's, good. that's not true. Because God does not say, say to the mountain. Now, the reason I'm telling you to say to the mountain this way is because, and I don't want you to be mad at me. I want you to like me now. I'm not telling you that you don't necessarily have faith. I'm just telling you to have faith in God. But because, you know, God's faith, now God's faith is better than your faith. But I don't mean it. I don't mean to offend you when I say that. I don't care if you get offended or not. Because it's not about offending you. It's about releasing truth to you. I cannot carry the care of your possible offense at truth because if I do you could die I posted a picture somebody of the water and they saw all these lights and you think you know how beautiful though I thought it was kind of creepy looking all these little white little red reddish yellow yellow red lights and then they showed a close-up of a crocodile with those eyes and said that's what they're doing they're all sitting there now if you're hunting crocs I guess it's a good thing because it's like we gonna get us a good gator feeding tonight but if they're hunting you, they're thinking, we're going to have us a good eating tonight. I guess it just depends on which side of the thing you, you're looking at. Now, one thing we know for sure, regardless of whether you're hunting them or they're hunting you, don't go swimming. <laughs> if you're hunting them, be in something and have nets ready to capture. If they're hunting you, go swimming if you want. You've just made it easier, and they say, I love these midnight feedings. Right? Now... People would tell you, well, you need to explain it a little further to me. No, really, I don't. I showed you the picture. I told you what it says. I showed you the close-up. I showed you what it is. I say to you, don't go swimming. You go swimming if you want. Well, no, you don't tell me what to do. I can go swimming if I want to. You sure can. And if you die, it's not my fault. It's a bad example in one sense, but, but, I, I, it, it, but it, I'm just saying it's applicable everywhere. Don't add extra explanations that are designed to take away whatever little faith you started expressing. I'm saying let, the Bible says it this way, let your words be few. Okay. Let your words be few, say his words, and shush about the rest, shut up about it. And that's not, well don't tell me to shut up because I'm very sensitive. Well, let's find out why and get that out of you. Because it's applicable here. Go ahead, sir. Don't do it. 
You right. Know what that is. But they had to see it. Yeah. You see, what, what happens is society trains you, the mm -hmm. low mind trains you, you've got to see it before you believe it. It may be your last time in that particular example. But do you under, are you or were you not raised, I have to see it to believe it. Okay, that's low frequency. There's no faith required. No faith required. I have to see it before I believe it. And even then, if I see it, how many times have you shown somebody something and the first words out of their mouth was, I don't believe it. Because without Christ, you are predisposed to unbelief and doubt. We were raised in it. We were raised, if we were raised and trained by the world system. Yeah. We're trained uh, to doubt. We're trained to, to uh, believe only what we see. Oh, we have expressions, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, which basically means if you made it, I need to, uh, when I eat it, I know you made it kind of thing. It's, it's, it's a, it's a, I told you I wasn't really prepared for this particular thing, but what, I, I, what bottom line, God doesn't have to see it to believe it. God sees it in himself and knows that it is so. So he has, that's the faith he's talking about, that when God is in it, you see it. Scripture, uh, Romans 4, I believe it is. You can look it up for yourself. Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And the Bible also, it might be Romans 8, I don't know, I think it's 4. And, and the other thing that it said though, but Abra, about Abraham, that he counted it, he, because God said it, that was sufficient for him. Which tells you that he spent his time not trying, get this, this is a hint, don't waste your time trying to figure out how God's going to do it. Use your time looking at how great God is. So that when the time for the impossible comes, you're not swayed by that because you say impossible and then you see God and you say, well, God, possible. If you look at the circumstance and you don't know, and, but you don't see God as great over the circumstance, then you are going to fall for trying to figure it out. Um, your physical, how you feel, your emotions are at a low point. Um, things have been happening in your life all day. Uh, things are happening with family members. Things are happening financially. Things are happening in the world around you. Things are happening and, and they don't seem to be pinging on a high sound. It's not, it's not good news. And so somebody says something to you and you actually just want to punch them because they say, oh no, it's going to be okay because according to Psalm 138 verse 8, the Lord perfects the things that concern you. Well, I don't see the Lord perfecting anything that concerns me right now. If the Lord perfects the things that concern me, then why is the world in this condition? If the world, if the Lord perfects the things that concern me, then why is my husband or my wife, why is my child, why is this going on? If the Lord is really perfecting, you know, some people say God is in control. It's like control of what? What did you put him in control of? You know, God is not in control of your emotions unless you make him Lord of them. God is not in control of your finances unless you yield to his wisdom. God is not in control of your health if you don't submit it to him.
meaning that when there's a sickness or a disease or an affliction or a, whatever it happens to be, a, a, a traumatic experience, I got to get to him. When he becomes my, and he is my source of safety, he is my resource, he is my only source for certain things, okay? It's not a person in an office, it's not a, a, a financial uh, person that has this, it's not, the, the source of all of my well-being is God, and it's everything I need is found in here. I don't mean that you open up your Bible necessarily and there's a lot of dollar, hundred, you know, uh, bills in here unless you put them in there. But there is the way to it, the understanding of how money works. The way, you know, the world has one way. They're telling you how the financial system works. But God is the only one that can tell you how wealth creation works. Let's see. Because everything with him is spirit, and spirit is the, is the root of creating. Am I, are y'all with me so far? And if I have any questions, let me know about that too. All right, let me, I, I'm just trying to get this one scripture. Okay, so believes, does not doubt in his heart, low frequency, believes that what he says will come to pass, meaning with God's faith, having faith in God. So if truly I say to you, whosoever says to this, have faith in God, for truly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be thrown into the sea and stays with the faith of God, in his heart, believes with the faith of God that what he says will come to pass. He will have whatever he says because it's rooted in God. That's basically what he's saying. That's how high frequency works. And here's what I was trying to tell you. There are things that, that have to do, uh, there's frequency, there's resonance, there's um, harmony, there's synthesis, uh, synthesis, Synthesis might be a better way to try to say it, which is music and creativity. There is another thing called entrainment, which is the, the sound, the breaker anointing sound. Okay. Um, there are um, other things that, that you're able to do that um, um, can change a vibration. For instance, okay, there was once, um, you really want me to read it? Okay. Every vibration makes a sound, okay? Everything vibrates. You got that? Everything vibrates and every vibration makes a sound. So there, there is this thing in there that is the tendency of uh, sound oscillates, it moves. Okay, sound frequencies will lock into a phase so that they can vibrate in harmony. That You can hear it in words or something. Everything, it's just moving in sequence, if you will. It's, it's, it's all vibrating together. But there is a principle called entrainment and how entrainment works is that if you um if you they, they did a study um it was uh in 1665 and what he noticed is that when working on pendulum clocks he found that two identical clocks that were hung on a wall near one another would by virtue of their similar frequencies because they're oscillating sounds they would eventually swing their pendulums at the same rate, even if you started them out of sync. Okay, my example of that is when I used to sing in a choir in a denominational church where they, those folks could rock. And they would, you know, you, and I direct choirs to a certain extent, so you direct them and they would give us a sound, stay still, and move this way, this way, and they set in the rhythm, right? Well, most people, would do just that. Stay still. Now we're gonna go da 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 
Da -da. There was one person in that particular choir that didn't start like everybody else. They would bounce. I was that person. So when everybody else, because I just get so excited, we're moving, we're going to move, right? So they're telling, da -da, da -da, and I jump up. I would do it every single time. I was flanked on both sides by very good altos. And there was this one woman that every time I bounced, she'd reach over on my robe and pull me in the right direction. Because otherwise, I was prone to go over here. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. And I, you know, so she would never fail to do it. I don't think she's watching, but Miss Nancy, thank you. Because she would pull me into sync. Because I was guaranteed to be out of sync with everybody else. But the pendulum was moving. And what you would find is if you had the church people in the congregation and they're doing their thing and rocking and so forth, that eventually, even though they were swaying in the wrong, there was, they were swaying, say, you, the choir started this way, but they'd go over here. So it looked like this, that you kept looking at it as music was going and all of a sudden you saw everybody oh, wow. doing the exact same rhythm because the frequencies were similar. The oscillating or the movement was happening, and ultimately the higher, stronger, you know, the slightly higher frequency would bring the other into alignment. Okay, got me? Mm -hmm. Okay, so faith and doubt both operate out of the human heart. Mm -hmm. One, whichever one is stronger, will affect the other. You with me so far? Mm -hmm. Okay. So here, he said, there was a, this is history. Um, Chris, if you can look this up, let me see if I can find this. I, I really didn't mean to go here, but um, this is really interesting. See if you can, uh, I don't have it on the website, I'm sorry. It's in a book, but, um, oh, dang it. I'll have to find that later. I will find it for y'all and, and, and do it. But what would happen is that there was a, come on, come on, come on, come on. I actually don't know how to use this. Thank you. I guess I just need to open it. All right, bear with me. There was a, a training where they um, were doing this, they were doing a test of sorts. Let me, while I'm talking, while I'm trying to find where I just, I just used something and lost my place, let me just take you to something else, going back to the scripture. Whoever says to the mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea, and doesn't doubt in his heart, but believes those things that he said, that they'll have what they say. So what he just told us, again, is you're going to operate from the frequency of heaven and you're going to say things the way that heaven says them, and heaven's expectation will start to, to come into it for you, okay? So in science, because they, they wanted to use those notes in science, let me just get myself right back up here. I'm trying to read this without actually opening the document, and I just closed it. Great. Okay. Um, what they were trying to tell us was, the frequency of truth, the frequency of power of God, the frequency of thus saith the Lord, is superior in all things. He has preeminence. 
So whatever he says has greater power. And when it's coupled with his own faith in himself, it is going to change the direction. You will no longer be in sync with the way of the world because you're going to be that training will start to happen. And where you started going opposite, the more that the word of God works in us, the more that faith in the word works in us, there comes a moment when he's over here and we're going to start moving in sync. This is how faith works. I'm flowing with him, no longer doubting. My heart starts to believe and it starts to move into this place where the higher frequency of belief starts to eliminate the power of unbelief. Okay, are y'all with me so far? Okay, there was a bridge. You can look it up. Broughton, um, Broughton, B-R-O-U-G-H-T-O-N, suspension bridge. And what this thing here tells you is it was a suspended deck suspension bridge built in 1826. And if you want to look it up, Chris, well, that's fine too. To span the river between Broughton and Pendleton in Greater Manchester, England. So this was overseas. It was one of the first suspension bridges that was constructed in Europe. And on the 12th of April, 1831, April 12th, so very, wow. What's today? 14. Okay, so two days ago and <laughs> a couple hundred years ago, um, the bridge collapsed. And they said it reportedly owing to a mechanical resonance induced by troops marching over the bridge in step. So you're hearing. Well, what is that? That's vibration. It's resonance. It's sound. It's a frequency. Okay. Now, what happened? A bolt in one of the stay chains snapped, causing the bridge to collapse at one end, and it causing about throwing about 40 of the men into the river. As a result of the incident, the military, the British military, issued an order that troops should break step when crossing the bridge. Why? Because the sound frequency was stronger than the frequencies that were holding the bridge together. The rhythm was stronger and all of the different things that were connected to it, it changed it. It's done the same thing. It's happened when buildings will uh, collapse. Um, um, you, this is how they break kidney stones with sound waves. You know, they'll use a, 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 why? Because they find the frequency and then they increase the decibels or the levels. You match the frequency and then you start tweaking it higher. And when they raise it higher, this is why you, when you're listening to the, um, e, um, the 5G, it's faster than the human heart, which is why people's hearts will race and why you need to leave, you, you see what I mean? The EMF, what they call that, the electromagnetic forces and stuff, it starts to mess with your natural rhythm. The word of God becomes the insulation, the protection against these rhythms, these forces, if you will these earthly natural forces that your human body does not have a natural protection against because they're vibrating fast, they match your heart. This is why they used to talk about 4-4 timing and how you had to be careful because it would match the heartbeat and then it start the heart to racing. It's all kinds of stuff wow. that's in there. And uh, I, I, this is not what I was planning to talk about too much. But um, one of the examples, this is the one I want to talk about, um, you can look up the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, okay? What is 
Tacoma, like Washington, T-A-C-O-M-A, Narrows, N-A-R-R-O-W-S, Bridge. And this is one of the most famous examples that involves this, thing, this, sign, this theory called entrainment, is the destruction of the Tacoma Narrows Bridge. The bridge collapsed. Now, think, think as I'm talking, think Mark 11. Okay. Whoever says to this mountain, keep thinking Mark 11. Okay? All right. The bridge collapsed due to resonance and other vibratory issues. It said its main span, it opened to traffic on July 1st, 1940. Its main span collapsed into the Tacoma Narrows four months later on November 7th, 1940 at 11 p.m., 11 a.m. Pacific time. Tacoma, like Washington, Narrows, like a narrow path. Okay. All right. The bridge collapse had lasting effects on science and engineering and many undergraduate physics texts. The event is presented as an example of elementary forced resonance, okay, EFR, with the wind providing an external periodic frequency that matched the natural structure. So what happened is like when the wind, the bridge or whatever the lower frequency starts to vibrate with it. There again, that matching, okay, the matching to come in sync. And when it does, if you speed up the sound, the wind, whoo, 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 it gets to a point that that natural thing, unless they insulate it, which they started doing now in construction, mm -hmm. the building, the wood, or whatever it is that has matched it, that had the closest frequency, it'll try to rise to that high thing, and it falls mm -hmm. because it's not built, it's not stable. I'll talk about this more later, okay? But this is when we're talking about very low frequencies and... And, and things like that. But what had happened is it, it provided an external periodic frequency that matched the natural structure, and then it went above it, and the natural structure collapsed. So if you match, whosoever shall say to this mountain, mm -hmm. and those words start to resonate, and you keep speaking what God has said, not what you think. If you say what you think, you low. You say what God said. You say what God said. You say what God said. It has to move because you have just disintegrated it. Spirit the spirit. Spirit frequency is greater than natural frequency. She's showing, there it is. That's the Tacoma Snow Bridge. Mm -hmm. 1940. And then I'll show you the scientific diagram and they take you through all that. And there's some that, oh no, that's not what it was, but it was sound that's amazing you've seen it again as i said in cartoons they'll call a character the siren and the siren that's even in um ocean um or um maritime kind of lore sea uh, sea captains and they, they talk about the mermaid or they talk about the siren the siren and when that sound occurred how it would shatter everything you've heard about it this is how the breaking of glass yeah. why match the frequency increase the frequency destroy the frequency or destroy go ahead ma'am doesn't the walls of jericho also uh confirm I mean, that's an example of what you're talking about right yes yeah that's pretty cool that's very cool <laughs> so god god invented science man did not wow. hello america i mean hello world <laughs> go ahead crystal say something because yeah the shout because they're matching matching March, 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 march. Don't say a sound. Wow. Silence. That was beautiful. Wow. And then what, what, where did the shout come from?
from the faith level. It came from above. It didn't come from below. Because all the time they're walking, he's telling us to do this, but we have started to see miraculous things. Well, you're meditating and you're thinking about it. So when you open your mouth and you speak at a faith level, come on. highest yes. frequency. Do you understand? Yes. That's why somebody will pray. No, go ahead. It has to move. Come on. Well, those of you that are watching us, <laughs> if you have a comment, um, Frederick, I trust you to go ahead and capture it and all the rest of it. No, I was saying that um, when you're on that frequency, that thing, that's when I saw it has to move. Because you're in tune with what the word says, and as soon as you release, mm -hmm. boom, it's going to move. It's going to move because you've just shattered this, their sound barrier. Just got an answer. <laughs> yeah. So when you look, go ahead. Go ahead. Also, with the wall of Jericho, they didn't fall down. They say went into the ground. Yeah. They just absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so because I think also, spirit. Because it's because it's a spiritual obe obedience is a frequency. Yeah. They collapse. Obedience is they collapse. Obedience is one of, is a is high frequency. Obeying what God says causes impossible things to happen simply from obedience. Just ob I didn't understand it. You didn't have to. Under this is why we say you don't have to understand to obey. You just exercise faith to obey. Now, remember, we were talking about going back into uh, Galatians 3.3, have become so foolish, having begun in the spirit. You started at high frequency. Why would you bring yourself back down? That's what I did inadvertently, but nevertheless, it's what I did when I started thinking, you know, here God has given me this way to do things, and I'm doing it, and everything is happening. And then I started thinking about going to the gym, which is nothing wrong with going to the gym, but it was the way I was thinking that was undoing. I was taking a natural movement and saying, this is what's going to bring the spirit, and it's not true. What you do is you begin in the spirit and you continue in the spirit and you finish in the spirit and you win from the spirit, you see. Y'all with me? So we're, we're undoing things. Um, what do you think that repentance is? Repentance is high frequency. It's moving from what you've been into what God wants and what he has said, which takes you repentance, change of thinking, <coughs> excuse me, think, change of source of thought, combined with obedience, which is, again, high frequency, and you are starting to build a vortex, if you will, in the spirit, that when the time comes and God says, release the word, <laughs> is what happens. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that is why you were saying, don't, because I, I was thinking about this right here, right? Mm -hmm. But you said, don't, um, don't try to figure out how. Just right. keep exalting God, basically lifting him up, praising him. So, because I was sitting back there thinking, but Lord, how is it? Don't think about how. Just think, just keep praising me. Keep doing what I told you to do, meditating on that word. Keep praising me. Don't, that how is where the doubt comes from. Yes, the how, because you're not thinking on the author of the words. Uh, wow. 
He started it, what is he, who, how is he described? The author and the finisher. So everything in between has got to be wow. him too. Thank you, Lord. All right, awesome. Any other comments, Adam? Do you have anything? Because uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> last week, brother was going deep, and he did. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so with the vibrations, like you were saying, is like, I remember, like, and I had this experience a couple times before, so uh, I was in a room with a lot of people, and it was very quiet. You can hear the crickets. Mm-hmm. He was, I guess, on a higher on a spiritual level, and everybody was following him. So that's yeah. an example. Very good. Very good. Very good. Okay. So as he said, because somebody came in, you've been in a place where you're like, oh, yeah, and I was watching TV, I was playing this, and I was doing this, it was all cool, you know, and stuff. And then somebody comes in that has just come out of a prayer closet. And people all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know why I'm even crying. I don't even know, or <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing, or I don't know why I'm doing it because somebody that has been in that presence, in a spiritual presence with God, has changed the atmosphere. Now, it can also be everybody's been, nobody's been in a spirit place, if you will. They've just been operating naturally, and somebody that's been in an evil place comes in. And you start, you know, you start checking your purse, checking to see if you got your clips in place, <coughs> checking, you know, check weapons check, doing something. Why? Because something just came in. I, I'll give you an example. This, this happened I, years ago. I was called for jury duty. And I was sitting in the courtroom trying to think of how to get out of it. I got picked anyway. But I was trying to get out of it at that time. And I'm sitting there, you know, what happens when you call for jury duty, if they call, when they call your number, you report to whatever courtroom. And you're sitting in the courtroom, the judge is there, the attorneys are there, the defendants are there, whatever, all the people were there. And they're going through, the, the both legal teams are, you know, they're waiting as the, the initial interviews are happening to find out which people are gonna to be told to stay. And then they're gonna interview each person, you know, for two minutes or whatever, there's the questions and stuff, um, to see who they want to, to, to possibly select for the jury or who they object to and they don't, the defense has the right or either side, that, um, we don't want this person you know, and so forth, and they're, they're, they're going through the selection. So while you're sitting there waiting, and they, they go through the first preliminary, which is like, okay, how many of you have this, or um, help, they take, they'll take you, they'll, before they do anything, they tell you what the case is. They'll tell you what the case is about, they introduce you to the defendant, they tell you what the person is charged with, and if, if that's the kind of case it is, and it, and it goes on and on with all of this, okay? <clears throat> So if it's a murder case or if it's this, they let you know uh, it was because of this, it's this, it's this. So you're getting the basic information. And then they start asking questions. So we're sitting there and they're telling us, in this particular case, I think it was a, uh, it was a, fraud, a fraud case. And we're sitting there and they're listening and suddenly I just got an itch. And I'm going, okay. I sensed evil in the place. Now, it, I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm just going, okay, what is this? What is this? And I'm praying 
in tongues because I'm immediately like, whatever this is, it's not going to happen here. You don't know what it could be. But I sensed, and then I started seeing things within my spirit that to talk about it sounded dramatic. But I knew there was a murderer in the house. Okay, I knew it. And, and so I'm looking, and it's just like, you know, you're going, okay, what is this about? And you're just praying and sitting still, and I'm saying, nope, you're not going to do it. You're not. What it was was somebody was sitting in there planning a kill. And when they did, it changed the atmosphere. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Because they're thinking something that is heavier than everything else that's going on. It wasn't a murder case. It was a fraud case. So we're already there with petty larceny and lying spirits and so forth and so on. But somebody else was working from a darker place. And they're thinking about what they want to do. And so I'm sitting there. I don't know who this is, but and you know, we go, excuse me, Mr. Police, you need to check every person in here because you can't do any of that. The only thing you can do is, is check with the Holy Spirit and go, what do you want me to do? And so what I did was, you know, mm -mm, no, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. You'll be caught before you, before you try. That's what I said. And um, when I saw who it was, when, when, when people, they, you know, told us, okay, we're going to take a break, then we're going to come back because it's an all-day thing. And, um, you know, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back, and I'm just sitting there watching. And when this man walked by, I knew who he was. I knew who he was, but there was nothing I could do other than what I did. I didn't look at him. I acted like I was just, because you don't need to be recognized either. I went very low. I went into what you could say glory mode or stealth mode. But I was not seen in that place to say, I see you. Now, how did I know how to do that? I didn't. But the Holy Spirit had brought it to my attention because I was available to move into the spirit realm and say what he wanted said so he could do what he wanted to do. Do you understand? And that's all that I, I wasn't called to follow the guy, shadow the guy, track the guy, you know, get his fingerprints and tell him you need to hold on. That was, you know, I wasn't supposed to be Nancy Drew or any other little super sleuth, okay? That's not, and you have to believe that what you did do has the power and the effect that the Spirit of the Lord wants that it takes it to that place where the higher frequency, the higher vibratory power, the word of God, the will of God will manifest in that. Because whoever that individual was, that, indi that, that person was thinking about, evidently they had a protection around them. That's why prayer, intercessory prayer, the degrees of prayer vibrate at different levels. A true intercessor will speak what God says. That's why we pray so much in the spirit. And, and then it just goes on and on. So I, I think this is marvelous. And my God, we like spent the whole time almost on that. You have some, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Crystal, did you, yeah. Someone online, they said, when angels sing and we sing with them, the atmosphere changes. It's like you can feel the difference in the air. Right, yeah. Heavenly tones, heavenly sounds, heavenly vibrations, resonance. You join, what does that mean? When we're singing, if we sing from the earth, then we, you know, because some people don't know that they're in their seat. But that knowledge that you're in your seat heightens your understanding as well because we don't actually worship from the earth. 
we release from the heavenlies into the earth. And that's just as they do. Even if you're, you're of course, we're physically here. Of course, our sound is here. Uh -huh. But this sound that comes out of my mouth comes from more than one place. I have a natural speaking voice. But when I worship from the place of the heavenlies, it's who? The true me, the true you, your spirit. The Bible says in, what is it, Romans 8, I think, my spirit prays. But I don't understand, but the spirit himself makes intercession with groanings that cannot be uttered. Who is he praying through? Me. Because in the earth realm, the dominion power of the kingdom of God is operated through its citizens. So our natural voice, if you will, is required but when we're speaking from spirit within this natural body and releasing spirit into the, into the earth realm, we're releasing spirit into the spirit realm, which affects the earth realm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. Go ahead. And what's the other comment? You said there were two? Uh, yeah. The first time that I um, that my first uh, came into the kingdom, to a Bible study, and a lot of you guys know who the person was, but um, I didn't know her, and I was turned another way. And we all gathered, and I just went with a friend who took me, and I had never been to a prayer meeting, <laughs> and so I was just standing there, and all of a sudden, it was like, I felt as if somebody pushed me, like that, my, and I turned around, and nobody was there, but this woman just walked right past me. Because that's how much time she spent in prayer. Mm -hmm. That I mean, I actually felt. I was like, "Whoa, what was that?" Mm -hmm. I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. I still remember it to this day. And she never touched me. She mm -hmm. just walked by. Well, I want to tell you something. I love that. Even at the level that you are now, whatever that level is, you still have that effect on others. And depending, I think, on where you really come from, I operate out of love, I operate with joy, you know, I resonate, I'm, high, I'm resonating higher joy today, I'm resonating higher faith today, I'm, I'm resonating, um, and all of those connect to healing. All of those things connect. I'm resonating with obedience. I mean, it's like, man, I wanted to chew me something today, but this is a fast day, bless God, I'm gonna stick with it, right? Well, you're resonating obedience. And you come around somebody that's having a struggle, but you're praying. That obedience, that frequency of obedience starts to move in their lives. Can you see what I'm saying? Yeah. So no matter who we are or where we are at this level, whatever you're pursuing with God, I want, you know, this is what I want. It, it's, it's going to start stirring. And anybody else that's like, I, this is what I want to do. This is what I want. Okay? Any more uh, comments? I'm almost out of time here. Gosh, how did this happen? It's <laughs> really good. I thought, I was thinking about it, just like, you know, when you minister, uh, say that you're at home. Oh. No, I was going to say you use the mic when you, when you talk. Oh, you just okay. Do, okay, go ahead. Um, I, have a, I have a question and a comment, really, but with Jesus, isn't obedience the highest frequency? Because Jesus obeyed to the point of death, and he defeated the grave. And because of that, he's seated at the right hand of God. 
he obeyed. There's no higher frequency than that obedience, right? Faith. Faith is is higher. Faith. Yes, because God. What what did what, Genesis one? What was the first thing that was introduced into the world? Words, right? Mm-hmm. What God said, right. and God believed what He said because mm-hmm. it said God saw it and it was so. And everything Jesus did, He obeyed to do it the way that God did. But it started with what God did. So He established law, what we call law of first mention or first actions, and the actions were to hover, to see, and then to release from the heavens what his own will is. So it is obedience to the will of God. And why I say that is because obedience is something that people do anyway. They either obey God or they obey Satan's will. Do you see? So obedience, oh, obedience to God. Well, yeah, it has to be, it has to yeah. come from those. But Jesus, the Bible says he also, there was submission, mm-hmm. okay, which works with obedience. Mm-hmm. But he also told us, no, you have God's faith and God's vision. I only say what I see, yeah. which is what the father did. Remember, he saw what he wanted and then he spoke it. Jesus said, I only do and I only say what I see or hear and so forth. So it's still operating the way God does. Mm -hmm. Have God's faith. Do it it the way God does it. So Mark 11 went back to the law first mention of what God did in Genesis 1. That's what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. That's why I personally think it all works. It's all kind of in there. And because the Bible also tells you faith works by love. Well, so does obedience. And so, see what I mean? So I think when he said, and so I really don't have the best answer for that. I'm curious to know what our apostle would say. But but what I do see is because faith works by love. And but obedience is the is a key, but so is faith. And when I look at the keys of the kingdom, I'm looking at repentance. I'm looking at I'm looking at faith. I'm looking at repentance. I'm looking at obedience. But we're looking at words. Because everything that happens in the kingdom, in the earth, that, that comes from the kingdom into the earth is words. And then you have to look at, well, words are seed. And see what I mean? So it's all, yeah. I think it's all, all of that is yeah. one master key. Yes. That's what I believe. And any apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, or teachers that have something more with that, you know what? Um, I wouldn't say necessarily comment on the com- on the Facebook, but I would say go ahead and contact us at uh, D- Crystal. will put it up at astoundinglove.org, and um, and put it on there. Or if you know me and you're connected to me, then message me, and uh, you know we can or message our site, our our page, and let's we'll we'll do more Bible study with that because I don't have the perfect answer. I just I see it all. All these things work together for yeah. good to those that love the Lord and are called according to Him. And these are the elements, the forces of the kingdom that are all the same spirit and it's the same person because yeah. in all those things He it, Jesus is the first. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that that's a great one. Thank you. And I mean, you said in the very beginning that just now that basically God in Genesis 1, he hovered over his word to perform it because you said the first thing were words. It was his faith. He spoke the word and it came forth. Yeah. Then in Mark 11, that's what we were saying. You were saying there as well. And so, um, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah that, I, I like what you just said because to me it's like get above the mountain and then speak to it. Because you're sitting from your seat, not looking up at the mountain, at how 
uh, how impossible it is. You're sitting from your seat looking at how flat it is. Yeah, isn't that great? Yeah. Cool. And you know, Genesis one, it says he brooded. That word hovered. Mmm. Mmm. When you look it up, it has to do with vibrating. Wow. Because it says he brooded. The spirit of God brooded, or vibrated, or hummed. Those are some of the words. And I've shared with y'all long uh, last year, probably when I wrote uh, in the opening to my my um, story, um, Spirit Warrior how it, it talks about that kind of thing and i'll bring that back sometime but but there it is the spirit of god mm, brooding creating sound doing and then in that perfect moment that was timed within himself he spoke <laughs> it's awesome did you have something before we close um, out and I do i have any more people yeah, from online Yep, don't add to it. See what I, I tell you. I told you. When you were saying all that about the sound and everything, I was thinking about when we are at home today before we came over here and how, you know, when you speak with somebody and you're speaking God's word, how it, how it changes, like, I guess to, for the persons or the persons to receive, like, and it takes you in a different place. Now you have keep the mic by your mind. You have that faith to to do what God is saying to be obedient. That's what I just seen. I just seen something like explode right there, like what what was happening at the house and how God was speaking. It was His word and how to use it that it actually changed the atmosphere and brought hope to the situation. That's awesome. All. Okay. That, that's what I, I got. Out of the frequency. Out of the frequency. It's his sound. It's his word that actually changed the whole. Okay. Here's something else in this book, okay, that I have. It says, when the, this is going back to Jericho. When the trumpet sounded, the people shouted. And at the sound of the trumpet, when the people gave a loud shout, the wall collapsed. So every man charged straight in and they took the city. That's Joshua 6.20. And they said, so we've seen how the powerful force of sound breaks massive structures like bridges. Is it possible that this principle he was asking was utilized for the destruction of the walls of Jericho? They call it biblical example of sonic warfare. Okay. All right. Sonic warfare. Because what 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 happened with the marching? Let's 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 just do this and then we're gonna close it out. So here's the marching. Or the choir, right? Okay. Now, for those of us that are challenged with rhythm, we might be, but somebody's going to go, nope. Because they teach marching classes in the military, right? And so everybody has to learn, nope, everybody step in step. Well, when they were walking, probably some of them were kind of dragging, and they were doing this and they were that, but that time around is going to bring entrainment e-n-t-r-a-i-n like a train m-e-n-t that's the word i gave you n-e-n train meant okay so it's training all right so what is he saying um marching um as we know from the from the the example of the broughton suspension bridge example marching brings people into entrainment with one another unity 
is one of the greatest frequencies. Wow. <laughs> when you think, remember we said the things of heaven are forces. When the violent take it by force, they take it by spirit force. Otherwise, Zechariah 4, 6 doesn't make any sense. Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit. You can go to that scripture. I actually had it up there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the next slide. I was trying to get to this, and this is where we finally did, but not the way I thought. Okay. So there it is. He answered and spoke to me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power. So your physical human effort is not... Your force personality, the way you try to make somebody do what you want them to do. No, it doesn't work that way, but by my spirit. Why? Because what you're battling, though you think you're just battling a flesh and blood enemy, it's the spirit forces behind the enemy that determine your victory or your, or your defeat. Thank you. If you are fighting a flesh and blood battle with somebody that is motivated by demonic power mm -hmm. and you come in your natural flesh your little hiney gonna get kicked mm -hmm. sons of skeva comes to mind in the in the book of acts all right god says you're not going to defeat any of this zerubbabel you will not be able to defeat your enemy in your own galatians 3 3 might it's not your power it's not your might, it's not your education, it's not your financial portfolio, it's not your cute face or your sexy body. It is none of the things that you think it is. You think you got this because, hey, you got it going on. He's like, no, Bye. you won't win with that because you're using low-level weaponry. Mm -hmm. You wanna win this thing? You gotta do it, it has to, it, it's intimacy with me. High frequency. Thank you, Lord. Are you seeing this? Yes. Okay, I believe it. I really do. So the it brings us, when we all come in the Ephesians 4, the unity of the spirit into the bond of peace, when we all, we're marching to the same spirit rhythm. That's the train. The train entrainment is not really one with another. It's one with him. Because the Bible says we are one new man. So everything is in him. You got to leave aside all of the, the ethnicity thing, the this, the this, the this, the this, the, all the other things, because none of all of those things are connected to earth. If you want victory over even your own overcoming self, you're going to have to do it by the spirit. So they were they brought into entrainment and that entrainment, that unity, think on this and we'll end, has the power to disturb large structures, edifices with residents. Mm -hmm. Resonance? Resonance. Vibrate at the same. And that's that. <laughs> so that when, listen now, shoom, da doom. Now you're doing this, right? Uh -huh. Okay. Poof, poof, poof. Together. Shoo, shoo, shoo. Release. And the force of it, the two words Jesus said, I am, were in unity with who the Father is. And they fell back. Yeah. The Jesus. very force, what was it? Truth. Amen. The spirit of Christ spoke out and said, I am. Yeah. 
and those demonic things had to bow, you see, which is why you know he went willingly. <laughs> they couldn't have, they could not have. And don't you know the angels were poised, like, just say the word, just say the word, just say the word, just say the word. That's what he said, don't you know? He's looking, he can see him say it. All you got to do is say, how many times have you been in some place where you had spiritual authority and your angels are standing there going, come on, say it, say it, say it. We watched one of those films long ago where the intercessor, he's a seer. He was talking about how they went and they were praying over a situation where there was a demonic, heavy demonic activity. And all of a sudden they, they went in the spirit. They traveled in the spirit. See, they don't have, we don't have to astral project. We just move with the Holy Spirit. And they moved in the spirit, and they, they were over this house, and they saw all the, they saw above, and they saw the demonic activity. And he said they were looking, and they're praying, Holy Spirit, whatever you want us to pray. And suddenly, this angel, warring angel, shows up and looks at them and says, we've been waiting for somebody to pray. And then they went, and it was done very quickly. Why? Because when we show up, God shows out. But if we don't say anything, when we, oh, I just wish there was something I could do. I just feel so helpless. Can you just do yourself a favor? Get back on track, please. Yes, Lord. I don't care if you feel helpless. You're not. Thank you, Lord. You're not. I don't feel like I have any power. Well, start praying in tongues and rub it up. Okay? Yes. Do you get what I'm saying? It's oh, not yeah. by might. Zechariah 4, 6, we're just in, uh, 6 and 7. Not by might. He says, who are you, O great mountain? There it is. And many scholars, or some scholars believe this is where Mark 11 came from. Oh. That he said, who are you? say to the mountain, who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, you shall become a plain, and he shall bring forth the headstone wherever it shall cry grace. Grace into it. And I, I'd like to get into that, but not tonight, because I go long, I tell you. But, but just, just, huh? Oh, Crystal, she's like, I'll, I'll pull it from you on the way home. But, um, but can you see it? Look these words up. Make this an assignment. And now here's what I'm going to ask you to do. Make, get a testimony out of this. Take these words. Say, you know what? You've got my motor going, God. I'm so excited about this. I just don't know. I think I just want to shout. Well, good. Good. You know what? But now, focus. What's that little issue in your life that you're going, I just don't know. I just don't know. I just don't know. No. Come on. Now, you've got something. You've got all these words that you've been hearing. The Spirit of the Lord is speaking to you, and he's telling you, I'm ready to do something about the situation. Oh, Besides you, you sitting up there on a corner pouting and waiting for me, I've been waiting. Now I've given you what you need. Come to me and let me show you what I want to do. You only have to do the part I give you. The rest of it is up to me. That's what Acts 4 said. My finger will move. I'll do it. I'll do it. But it takes you. To let my faith loose in this earth. Okay, I've got to show you. Yeah. Okay. So, haven't you ever seen it? Don't you do it in the movies? Yeah. They're going to do it. This is it. This is it. Come on. Do it. Right? Well, maybe yeah. that's just how I watch sports movies and things. Or even, I'll say, certain type of movies where they had robots from outer space. This is it. He's going to do it. Optimus Prime. You're going to do this. Okay. <laughs> because... It was like, this is the fight, baby, because you're pulling it from the inside. And when, it, when it ceases to be your skills and your fight comes from the inside, it's coming from above. This is good. So, 
that's all we're going to say tonight. We've got much more, but we're only having the one conversation. And I know that if you have your catchers, your spirit ears on, you've heard something that's about to change your world or it's going to change the world of the people around you. We want to know about it. We want the testimonies. Next week, I pray we've got testimonies. How I heard one person back here say, this is something I'm facing and I'm about to use this. I expect to hear, oh, how the adversary was absolutely crushed in their efforts okay there's other things that you're dealing with uh you've been dealing with it by might and by power but god says no let's do it by my spirit so repent for doing the galatians 3 3 being so foolish having begun in the spirit you thought that you would be made perfect in the flesh you get to see a better look in me next week because i took this we don't deliver this word baby just to say it to somebody else we're doers of the word not forgetful hearers so we will all have a rock your world kind of testimony next week. Those of you that are a part of our house, you know it's our time where we're receiving, and we're going to do it off the air, but we're receiving the tithes and offerings. We're going to pray over them uh, before we tell you goodbye. But um, you know to go to uh, whatever it is. She's got the information up there. Sunday at, at 1045, for those that want to, be, um, to visit us uh, here in our location, we begin our Facebook Live uh, it's roughly 10:45 because we're actually coming out of a, about a 45-minute time of praise and, and worship and thanksgiving, or prayer or whatever it is. We start at 10, but we don't go live until 10:45. So if you're a part of us, come come into the house. If you are a guest, join us online. Uh, you want to sow into this? The, all the information is there. Regardless of that, we pray for you. We sow seed into you. We sow prayers into you. We pray, be sow belief into you, and we release the power of the word of God. So, brother, do you want to come and just uh, come and pray over? Actually, what I want to do is, uh, where's the phone? I want, um, Frederick, if you're online, I want you to pray over the tithes and offerings before we go. Uh, everybody else, if you're on conference, I want you to mute yourselves, and um, we're going to loose this for... Uh, this one person, you're going to have to take the mic. Here the go. conference is now in conversation mode. Okay, so everybody else, you need to mute. And Frederick, please, we're going to, we're receiving, and um, uh, we're receiving them. So uh, just hold up, you can hold up the thing, Christina. Okay. He, he's there, he's ready. He'll be ready. Just hold on. All you have to do is hold the phone to, uh, the microphone to it. I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. I really trust that you've got, um, she's got that, perfect, and you can hold this up, you can hold it up. Um, I believe that God has answered some questions tonight, I'll get up from in front of me. That's my brother Alfred, Mr. <laughs> Alfred Walthall. Turn around and wave to the people, brother. Brother. Turn around and wave to everybody, you're all up in the screen. <laughs> Okay, so go ahead, Frederick.
Thank you. Yes, thank you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Yes. Thank you. Yes, Lord. Amen. So the Lord does has indeed blessed you tonight. And the Lord keeps you every day of your life. The Lord causes his beautiful face to shine upon you. He gives you his peace, his shalom, his nothing missing, nothing broken. We have released the word of God to you tonight with expectation that it will bear fruit. What we have sown into you, we expect a harvest on your behalf. So we release the perfect, astounding love of God. Thank you so much for being a part. Write those testimonies. Even if you don't, make sure when you see the hand of God happening and performing on your behalf, you tell somebody. If you don't want to tell us, okay, but you better give him that glory because it simply will open up and release even more into your life. We love you with God's astounding love. We look forward to seeing you again. But for now, I'm Pastor Lunzing Lee of Astounding Love, a Global Church Fellowship, and I love you with God's astounding love. Good night.